Soul Live love and greetings from my heart to yours. I'm Rain Ma. This is a Sojourner's Truth podcast. I come to you humbly, not to tell you what to do on your journey. I am here simply to share some of what I've learned on my own soul journey. I'm returning to my roots as a storyteller. I speak to, for, and from the one that I am. Welcome home. There's a place called the hierarchy where there is no hatred, fear, or judgment. It's a place of divine source love and light from which all souls are born. The truth is born with us from this place. The truth of who we are, where we're from, and why we've chosen to come here. When we are born on the earth, if those who birth us do not intentionally hold sacred space for us and consciously hold to this knowing of truth, we may not remember it. Therefore, amnesia is born and we can go through lives with a feeling of separation from the truth. As these new children are born, it's important that they remain one with divine source and earth at the same time. This helps them remember their original divine blueprint. When a child's soul is honored and upheld from the time of birth, there is no experience of separation from the knowledge and truth of divine union. The child is happy, well-adjusted, and content needing nothing in the way of humans to give him or her dignity or self-worth. The child is free to create from this inner potential and remembers their own unique design. When this truth is embodied, the child has a sense of belonging and knows that he or she is divine source in a physical body. They know angels as well as their physical playmates. To them, the world is heaven on earth, a beautiful place of discovery and of limitless creation. So today's topic is new grid kids and I think today I'm going to speak from the perspective of being a new grid kid myself and we have a little bit of my own experience as well as speak a little bit about how I work and serve um, new grid kids in this now and the, how that looks. Um, if you've worked with me before as, as a client, um, you've heard me often refer to star seeds and you've received direct transmissions and channelings, um, from some of these beings, these beautiful beings. Um, but this message, this podcast feels like I am meant to speak and bring a little bit more of my own story into it. 
So in the past few months, um, I would say the last six months, I've been getting the message to to not forget my roots, to focus my energy on generation next. Um, that in itself is unfolding and manifesting in, in uh, a really beautiful way. Um, and it's also taken some unexpected um, turns and brought me back to also remembering my roots as a child um, adopted. Um, it has not been a story that I've led with, and I don't know that I really feel like going into the whole story in this now. I did record a podcast um, entitled I Am a Rainbow Bridge. Um, I recorded that about two years ago on my 44th birthday after just completing a really intense um, initiation assignment, so to speak, and it was the first time I spoke about my adoption story. Um, but in this now, I'm meant to bring that up because for me, my path as a new grid kid, yeah, I was born in 1976, so I don't necessarily identify with um, certain labels or boxes where it's like, oh, there's this kind of child or this kind of child, this kind of child. There's a blanketed term that I use of new grid kids or star seeds because meaning we come from um, other realms. Yeah, it isn't just and with a deep connection to our our lineage. And when I speak of lineage and ancestry, I do not just speak of bloodlines, although that is important. And my ancestors and my lineage, um, earthly embodiment and lineage is very important. Um, but I'm also speaking of, and this brings in the new grid aspect of my star lineage um, and of the um, well, for me, it's uh, Pleiades, uh, as well as Sirius, as well as some angelic frequencies that come through in the multidimensional aspect of who I be. So ancestry encompasses so many different dimensions. And for me, the adoption piece was pretty important and a part of my legacy, a part of my path of purpose being dropped into um, and my, my womb tank clan, my guides kind of played it to me in this way, that uh, much like um, shamans in different traditions, um, they come into this world and then they are separated from their family of origin, um, from everyday things, you know, in their families and kind of kept completely separate and isolated and only attuned to, um, to, to elders and um, they're hearing stories about the things that are going on in the world and so, you know, in certain ways. And that at a certain point in their journey, maybe initiation or 12, then they open the doors um, or the veils are opened and they get to see they've spent their entire lifetime being um, described like what's happening in the world and from afar from different perspectives and then at one point the the doors are opened um, and 
some societies they say that then that shaman will goes crazy because there's no way that the stories match when you actually see it happening in real time and so in some cultures or societies that can be um you know the the path to shamanism that then all of a sudden they they check into an alternate reality and then have a foot in both worlds being able to serve as a shaman and to see for me personally um I don't think it was as dramatic, but the fact that I was dropped into a family completely out of, you know, my own ethnicity, bloodlines, um, also even just in instinctively, like when I speak of kind of like your, your innate, your intuition, your those things, um, a lot of what I was raised and in culture, religion, um, yeah, so many different things went so contrary to who I am, how I be, what is in my lineage. And yet, the gift of that has been the fact that since I was a child, I was able to see all of these different aspects and timelines playing out in people around me, even within myself. I mean, that took... um, took a lot of time to kind of figure that out Um, but being able to have a foot in all worlds and clear communication direct communication with my ancestors has been so profound and so the adoption piece um, for me has been a huge path and purpose Um, and in this now um, I serve mothers who are having Um, in families who are having children and wanting to connect um, deeper with the spirit in their that's orbiting around them because sometimes um, the the new grid kid I mean until they actually earth through birth they can be existing and operating in all of these different multi-dimensional aspects of themselves as well so sometimes they're not just hanging out inside of the womb and some of the mothers that I work with can literally feel when that happens Um, and when I'm speaking of these new grid kids and these star seeds too they're coming from different planetary systems and different um yeah different star systems in which they know completely as most people do I do think on this earth plane too a lot of people there's just an amnesia and there's a lot of other things um, that have interrupted that process or has has interfered with that connection Um, but I think what's happening now and at least the ones that are being drawn to me in these now moments are really really aware that there is an energy and a soul that's coming into their families and into their wombs that is bringing so much wisdom, so much energy, so much power, um, and also a lot of guidance in many ways. Um, For some of these star seeds um, or new grid kids also to anchor in the physical body of their mothers, a lot of times what's happening too is they're kicking out um, a lot of unwanted, you know, unnecessary things. So there's things that come up. Yeah, this is where sometimes the way that I dance with um, mothers in throughout 
their pregnancy or in sessions is to address some of the things that are coming up in the bloodline, in the lineage that those star seeds want cleared. They want it cleared before they get here. Even sometimes, even the dynamics between parents, they're, they're cleaning it up a bit as well as because they come in with such high frequencies and such um, knowledge from other existences, so other lifetimes, and they're not all earth lifetimes. Again, they can be from other dimensions, other planets, um, that sometimes then they're bringing with them their gifts and those energetics. And then the mothers are also, and even the families, yeah, even as they start orbiting around the families, even before conception happens, the, the, the future siblings are affected and they start dreaming. There's a lot of weaving that happens. And for the mothers specifically, sometimes there's, um, we've heard of like Kundalini awakening and different things, but they start to activate within the mother as a sacred vessel, psychic gifts and things, some of the things that they do automatically, it is natural, but just through the conception as well as, um, yeah, being the, the woman being pregnant, this being, new grid kid, starts to energetically transmute, transform, transmit all kinds of things. And again, another one of the ways that I get to walk with women as a womb shaman um, or spiritual midwife is sometimes helping them make sense of some of these abilities and gifts that are coming online as a result of this star seed coming into the field. Um, it's fascinating. I absolutely, um, my, <sighs> that aspect of my work is truly, truly um, a joy. Um, I also work with some of the ones who are already Earthside, who are having a little bit of a difficulty um, adjusting to the vibration of Earth or the frequencies in the family that they're in. Um, sometimes there are different aspects, and this is again why I'm meant to share. Um, and I've been. I've had a few clients recently um, that have called forth some of these stories. And so this is where I thought it was time to speak a little bit more about it as well. The ability to, to, to see from so many different aspects. This is one of the things that I really applaud some of the parents that I get to serve and walk with um, throughout their, their pregnancies and, and attuned to because they've truly, truly are wanting to hold the best possible space for their new grid kids. And yet, it's also challenging because it can be totally foreign. Some of the psychic things, being able to hear spirits or receiving, um, receiving you know, visions or um, there's so many different aspects that it helps them connect deeper with their children and that is something that is absolutely amazing to witness and sometimes when there's these blocks because sometimes this star seed or this new grid kid knows and I again I meant to bring myself into that story as a child I absolutely knew 
what my parents were aware of. I was aware of what consciousness and what level they were vibrating at. I, I could see the, the facade of, you know, here, I'm, you know, this is your, I'm your elder and I know more and, you know, don't get too big for your britches and da, da, da. And I really knew at a very young age that they had no idea what they were talking about, that that deep down on really deep um, spiritual levels, that there was bankruptcy um, in, in, in that regard. And so for me, as a new grid kid, I knew that they were not ones that I could consult with certain things. And then if we bring in different aspects and we bring in religion and we bring in kind of old grid hierarchies um, and an earthly form, yeah, um, I realized very quickly that it just, we weren't, it wasn't a match and I was not meant to share. So the new grid kids that I'm getting to work with in these now moments and parents, they're open and they're wanting to have these communications and they're wanting to also let their children know that even though they may not have those same abilities and gifts, that they see them, that they honor them and that they are safe to be here in the fullness of who they be. So bringing in their mastery, they need not play the whole game of like, oh, look at then then they're, they're the elders and then they must know more than me. Now, I am not at all speaking um, out of like a disrespect and um, for ones that are also here on this earthly plane, parents are absolutely important, absolutely important. And I do not think that we are supposed to deify the new grid kids either because I've seen this um, I've seen this happen as well sometimes where it's like oh my and there's such these these beautiful souls and they're so and they 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 elevate them to a place that actually is um, a little bit risky in the sense that allows them to fall faster they still need to be rooted in earth reality and sometimes that happens through some of the gifts through their siblings and the parents and different things that help them um, earth help them be on this physical plane and hold their mastery and their gifts and the things that they came here to do. But it is still very important that the parents and the siblings all kind of find their ways um, in relating as a family unit. Um, and I do think and I feel really happy about the fact that this is a calling back of of all of these pieces and parts and aspects and soul extensions and these um, starseeds. There's a lot of twins coming in now too. In this now moment, I have three clients at this time who are pregnant at, uh, with twins. So they're really um, excited to, to come earthside. And so um, I think, you know, especially as we see some of the things that are happening in this world, I think it's uh, pretty beautiful to know and to see from beyond the veil and see that the ones that are coming in are very clear that they want to be here and they have specific things that they're here to do. Um, and then the family is also being really open to support them in that journey and it's and seeing the weaving i mean the magic that is um yeah that unfolds in the families and the the siblings even start to choose each other you know there's different dynamics um within families that happen as well um yeah so anyways that's one piece 
the peace that I'm being guided to bring back a little bit more with myself have been um, guided to connect a little bit more with those who have been their new grid kids. They may be adults, um, adults who have been adopted, um, adults that somehow or in foster care. Um, there's a, a huge flash that has come in probably about the last uh, six months that has been guiding me to connect with um, some of the new grid kids that are currently in foster care. And I know many people, especially if, you know, you're considering adopting children or, um, or have fostered children, there can be different dynamics and things that play out that on an emotional level or behavioral level, yeah, can be emitting or transmitting certain things. But there is no doubt that there are new grid kids that are kind of lost in that shuffle. And some of my work in this now moment has been calling me to focus my attention on some of these new grid kids that are in the system, uh, foster care, adoption. And I'll share this piece um, with regard to, um, I, sometimes things happen for me in threes, and usually when that does happen, there's a, a little like a little flash or a little note to say, okay, just take notice of what um, the universe is calling into my experience and kind of directing my path of service. Um, I've had um, three different clients, three different women, three totally different countries. Again, my work is global and my connection with uh, midwives and doulas and ones all over this globe continues. And we have our own little, little worldwide web and network and it's pretty beautiful. So the ones that find me, find me. Yeah. But three different women, different countries were, choose, were pregnant, different circumstances, choosing to give up their child for adoption. Okay, so again, if you know me or if you've listened to you know, any other the podcasts or heard some of my story, although my adoption story has not been one that I really led with um, because there's been so many other aspects of my journey as a womb shaman and world schooling mama and priestess, different things that were more relevant at the time. But at this stage of the game and, and in life, I'm being called to focus on adoption and in the different forms that that's happening. So these three women, um, totally different circumstances, but the fact that they were able to receive in our time together through me, yeah, um, these womb oracle transmissions and connecting with the soul of their child, the starseed, the new grid kid, I truly feel like it has aligned and called in a little bit more of my purpose or at least a piece of it, of it in this now moment. Um, one woman who um, she's in a, in a country where being unmarried and being pregnant is totally against all, against everything, right? So she was in hiding in secret, um, was actually in, in, at a certain phase before um, her midwife contacted me as well, was also trying to, to um, 
do a self-abortion in certain ways um, unsuccessfully. And she, um, we, it, I was able to connect with her and transmit the messages from the, the starseed and the new grid kid in her womb. So much so that she felt such an honor and a reverence for who this soul is that she was no longer, she was willing to continue the pregnancy to offer this child up for adoption but connect so deeply. So this is for my, for my sister midwives and doulas in, in mamas, you know that the limbic imprint and the, the nervous system and everything that's happening, the emotions, the thoughts, the feelings, the environment, everything that is happening with the mother is happening to the child because it's being, it's, it's in those waters. It's being carried in her womb in those waters. In her recognition of this star seed, of the being and the purpose and path that this being has, not for her to keep the child, yeah? This is never, again, anybody who comes to me, I'm never at all, I'm asking, how am I meant to be of service in this situation? I do not have an attachment to life, death, what their decision-making and outcomes are. In that moment, if I get a yes that I'm meant to serve that person, and the, the scenario that's happening or unfolding, it's just simply a yes. And then we work from there. But because of that attunement and connection, this woman went from wanting to kill this child in her womb to, oh my God, I am literally the Mother Mary, the Holy Mother that is the sacred vessel chosen to bring this child Earthside. So even then, having still being um, secrecy, because again, this is a land where she could go to jail if she was found out that she was pregnant and unmarried. So again, it is what it is, right? Um, but the fact that then she took very seriously her transmissions and was every day reminded, yeah, that she could connect energetically with this child that even once she lets go and after she gives birth this was the other thing that I encouraged I know in different schools of thoughts and different um you know maybe even too in my case sometimes there's scenarios where a parent is not a mother who's giving their child up for adoption they encourage them not to even hold the child or connect in any kind of way so they disconnect and in that disconnection it totally affects the nervous system and limbic imprint of that child and then they have a lot more things in their life even if they're a new grid kid to have to go through whether it's addiction um, different abandonment issues um, or things that have to be kind of exercised or um, played out in life. Whereas if those transmissions of pure love, power, presence, honoring, honoring the sacred contract between birth mother and child, it is phenomenal. It is absolutely phenomenal. And again, because I also continue my work with sister midwives globally, in those scenarios as well, when the woman disconnects from her body, from her womb, she's in hiding, she's in secret, she has no connection to the child, she is more apt to sell her child into um, to, to trafficking, to different ones who are not going to take care, right? So, 
For me, that one particular, and again, on a vibrational level, I can speak 100% that that connection was made and that those imprints and that soul linking with that star seed, powerful, yeah? The mother still, still chooses to give up that child, but there is such a deep bond and it's powerful, yeah? Again, I had another client, a woman who, um, in the United States, who, um, very, very religious, choosing to give her child up for adoption, um, hiding her pregnancy as well. She's not, I think she's probably in her mm, 20s, early 20s, but very religious and strict judgmental family. So even her carrying um, this child, um, and she was disconnected in many ways and hiding her pregnancy and was even choosing to what she was going to plan. She was planning to give the child up for adoption, but the, um, a midwife, which again, most of my work with women and midwives and doulas, um, have been on a different level. The aspect of new grids coming through in the sense of adoption is new for me in these now moments. Yeah. But her, um, uh, um, uh, midwife who was actually a friend was not her midwife this is a you know different I won't give all of the details of that but anyways she found and connected with me through that was connecting writing letters every single day to her unborn baby so going from hiding and then total secrecy still hiding it from from you know family and the religious community and her very small um I don't know if you call it a village. It can be a village in the United States as well, yeah? Um, but still hiding her pregnancy. But all of a sudden, because of the, the womb oracle transmission and connecting directly with the soul of this child, again, feeling profound connection and purpose and love with the starseed new grid kid in her womb, knowing she was not meant to to raise this child, but the feelings of guilt, the feelings of um, not honoring her as a sacred vessel, all of that diminished. So the transmissions and love being sent from mother to baby in womb, profound. And then that new grid kid, Starseed, gets to come here with whomever, with whatever family they're dropped into. And even in different systems, I mean, I still have a whole lot um, of like my underground railroad that with the foster care system and some of the things that are happening on U.S. soil. People think that it's happening in other countries and other places. There is a lot that is happening as far as pedophilia, sex trafficking, and people who are supposed to be taking care of the children who are not. But there are a lot of new grid kids that are in that system, and I'm being called to connect not only through the womb oracle transmissions, but um, also bringing some of the tools that have been really profound for me. Um, one of those things, even when I channel, I put myself into a trance, yeah? And I receive information from, from the universe, from spirit, from ancestors, from, yeah, from different energies. But trance is one of the rituals that um, I absolutely love. It's been a profound tool for me in my life. Um, as far as connecting with your own spirit 
and soul. So this is where even in this now I'm being called more to do more work with some of the youth, some of the generation next who are new grade kids. Maybe they've had some horrific experiences based on the care that they've been in or soul pieces that were lost in the sense of disconnection from their birth families or their ancestors. But trance is something that allows them to, in their own space, in their own way, it's an ancient ritual um, where we use trance, we use music and rhythms and going in to connect with your soul. And so that's um, one of the things that I'm being called to do as well. Um, it's been a nice little little bask from doing, doing rituals and things like that and group offerings. Um, I've been done a lot of rejuvenating in myself in the sense of the land. Even now, as I sit here, I had an assignment from my beloved Mami Wata um, to do some water blessings in the, in the land that I'm in and some prayers and uh, just bring some of my frequencies into, into this land. That's aside from <laughs> the point. But now um, I'm just speaking a little bit to, to how I'm working with some of the, the new grid kids and the adoption piece and foster care. Um, I don't know totally what that looks like yet. Um, it's new. It's new. And it's really actually rare that I share um, some of the things until I have all of the pieces. But in this now... Um, just been guided to speak a little bit more about it and uh, with new grid kids my work with with midwives and doulas and um and mothers in the sense of starseeds outside of adoption right that's a river that flows by itself yeah the ones that i'm that i connect with or different offerings and teachings and things in those ways it's effortless but there is something very very specific we're now in the sense of ritual group work as well as some of the things that are happening on this planet it is more and more and more important that the kids are not um just going through life and having to you know survive their environments and this is where even the sense of trance sometimes some of i've done this with adults globally but even with kids that you don't need, they don't have to spend so much time when we recall um, and retrieve some of those lost soul pieces, even if they've had horrific um, childhoods and things that have happened in the care of adults, um, systems that have failed them, different things like that. There's some rituals and, and um, aspects as me being a new grid kid as well, as well as the womb shaman who is a translator and a bridge between these two because I, I see that as well, that there are ones who have these amazing children and they want to connect and they want to love and yet there is a distrust and there's some other pieces. So for me, um, bringing the piece of trance dance and uh, going into the darkness and um, rebirthing, rebirthing in many ways and connecting with soul and spirit and integrating all of those those fractured aspects of self and bringing it into the power of one. Um, that seems to be where I'm being called in this now moment as well as just to continue my own <laughs> underground railroad. Um, yeah, 
new grid kids. They're really clear. They're really, really, really clear um, about why they're here and what they're here to do. And if I could say even just one thing to parents, whether they are, um, a, you know, adoptive parents, foster parents, or any parent who has this being that they know just without spoken energy, they can feel the energetics and the frequency of this star seed or new grid kid, but lack the ability to connect, to link with them in meaningful ways. There are certain things, and trance is one, um, that can be done because you can be in a group of people, but everyone is blindfolded and they are on their own journey. And so it also shows to the new grid kids that you're also willing to continue to do your work, to continue to go in to see beyond the veil and grow as a soul yourself. And they feel then a little bit more trusting of you to continue to open in their vulnerability and their growth and their exploration, knowing that you're also doing your work. Yeah, so... I think that's it. Um, I think that's it. That's uh, what wanted to come through in this now moment uh, regarding new grid kids, star seeds, generation next. <laughs> Peace. Thank you for listening to A Soul Journey's Truth podcast. It's my purest pleasure to share my sojourn with you. To learn more about the services and the offerings I share with our global community, please visit a sojournerstruth.me.